Hey everyone, today is Tuesday, the 1st of August, 2017. This is The Gap, episode 381. I'm Luke Laurie, Job Gurry is here. Hey, going? Yeah, I'm pretty good, you know. Bit delayed there? You're eating I have your- to think about it, you, you know, and I am eating. I am eating a dinner of potatoes and steamed fish, hmm. which is like the culinary equivalent of some sort of death march, so... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Am I, I, how am I doing? It's a loaded question. There's a lot to unpack from that one question, okay? In this moment, eating steamed fish, <laughs> I'm not doing amazing, but... It's not been a great day, to be honest. Like... Also true. It started off pretty terrible. We um, we had the NBL mm. last night touting this major announcement they're going to make, and they put out a... Uh, like a teaser image of the NBL logo and the NBA logo. And uh, for a while now, like there's been NBA players, Australian NBA players have been talking about how badly they would want to try and get a preseason game over here. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's something I'm pretty much been looking forward to for forever. Um, As someone who's grown up watching basketball, you know, my most of my life. Yeah. I was pretty pumped. I was like, holy shit, they're finally doing it. This is going to happen. Um, mm. There's going to be a, you know, NBA preseason game. And today the NBL came out and they, they announced it. They're doing uh, uh, NBA versus the NBL preseason games, um, which is cool, except for the part where the games aren't going to be in Australia. <laughs> they're going to be played in America, uh, yeah. which kind of defeats the entire purpose of that like so goofy i do not i don't understand any part of this right like the only people who benefit are the nbl teams because the nba teams get a way worse practice session in okay uh the the punters i mean we what so we're gonna sign off fucking league pass i guess to watch an nbl uh, our favorite nbl teams get fucking destroyed uh because that's what will happen or, more plausibly, uh, nobody past the second string will make it to the fucking court. In which case, uh, yeah, it's not going to really fucking matter anyway, right? Like, and they'll still get destroyed by like bench players on the in the NBA. Hmm. Uh, yeah, nobody in the fucking like in the cities that they're going to. It's what is it? Uh, Utah, Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoma, and where's the third one? Um, I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, because it's not important, Joe. No, yeah. just nobody cares. Yeah, I stopped caring. I'm like, and they're going to be playing in Utah, Oklahoma, and I'm like, I don't, even, I don't fucking care. I'm closing this. This is stupid. Um, yeah, nobody in Utah is going to go to a game to see the fucking Sydney Kings get destroyed. But like, if they brought Utah and OKC over here, then People, like you might make some new fans of fucking Utah inexplicably because you know they got fucking what Phoenix Suns. Oh, is that the third team? Yeah. Jesus, nobody from fucking anywhere is going to watch the Phoenix Suns do anything. But anyway, as I was saying, hmm. like, yeah, you bring two two NBA teams over, one big one and one little one, and like that shit just- will sell out in minutes. Exactly. At, like, goofy prices. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's Instead, insane. yeah, like what are they going to do? Like ten bucks a fucking ticket to go see the Utah Jazz second uh, bench players destroy fucking Sydney Kings, and all that's going to happen is people are going to come away with it with this bad fucking like opinion of the NBL. They're just going to be like, oh wow, the NBL is not great because it isn't. Like compared to the NBA, like you do actually get stints of good basketball out of the NBL. I've been to a number of games. And, like, it's not the worst thing. Like, you you go sort of joking and you're like, oh, it's going to suck. And, yeah, like, if all you've done all fucking year is watch League Pass and so you can watch literally fucking hundreds of games, then, yeah, like, comparatively, that one NBL game is going to look pretty bad. But, yeah, yeah there are, like, moments of, of great basketball and they, like, put in a lot of fucking effort and they're clearly talented players they're just not NBA level, hmm. and so it's it's just going to be a fucking smashing. But if you yeah, you brought two teams over and they played uh, an exhibition match against one another, and you like make a fucking ton of money, you cover all of your fucking expenses flying them out on the fucking tickets alone because you'd sell out fucking Homebush if you did it. And then they they do their preseason games against NBL pl- uh, teams. As well, you know, they do an exhibition game against the Kings or whatever the fuck, right? They tour around the country. They do three different places around the country or whatever the fuck. And, yeah, do that. And people come away with it having seen the Kings play. Like, maybe, you know, obviously they're not getting super expensive tickets for the Kings game. But, like, yeah, people come away with it. And they, they got to see an NBA team in Australia, plus they played, you know, an NBL team. Maybe people are into the NBL a bit more. Nobody in the States can watch the NBL. So what the fuck is the point of getting them to be fans? Like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, the, the only thing this kind of benefits is the play, the like the players themselves. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't... And, and it's not even like... They're not even sending three of the best NBL teams. It's three of the worst NBL teams. Like, literally, the three teams that came last, last season, are the yep. ones being sent over. And they get one of the teams is going up against fucking Paul George and the reigning MVP. Yeah. Like, they're going to get absolutely- They're going to get stomped, or at least go right. easy on them or something, but- You say that, it's not gonna be either game to of watch. those two players will play. Yeah. <laughs> well, they might, a little bit, like 15 hmm. minutes. Um, mainly because the preseason's been shortened, so there's only a couple games, and uh, they might they might throw them out there for a little bit. But I, I just like I don't I don't know what like this is not this is not cool. <laughs> this whole thing is they they need to show some good faith. Like the they even talked about it in the press like conference that they did talking about like the adoption rate of league pass in Australia compared to the rest of the world. Like I know we're not a big country, but we're still like quite large, and we've got a, like a decent number of players in the NBA playing that are from Australia, like one yep. of the highest um, international rates. And then, like our league pass um, usage is per capita. They were saying is the highest, which is something that has been going around for a number of years now. And that's not including the people that don't buy it from Australia, because fuck, I don't buy it in Australia; it's too expensive. I don't know anyone who buys it from Australia. So if we're the highest usage per capita and that's not including all the people who buy it from fucking overseas, that is goofy. Yeah. The only only thing for it is 
what Drew said, maybe they they don't. They're like, well, fucking Australia's already on board with basketball. Fuck it. Yeah, that's the only reason. We don't like, need to bring anyone out. And that's why they always do preseason games over in China or the UK or uh, places like that where India, like they've got people over in India at the moment trying to get like the, they're just trying to make money. But the thing is that it's, I think they still need to show good faith to say like, hey, Australia's been very supportive of the NBA for the last 20 years. Maybe we'll mm-hmm. throw them a fucking single game. Or something yeah. like that. And we, we do well at the basketball, like at, at the the World Cup stuff and Olympics. Yeah. Like we, we're up there in terms of how good we are. It's just that um, you've got, when you do play those games, it's it's not an actual put together team. It's like our all-stars, which are awesome players as well. Like we're pretty, we've got a decent team yeah. when we're healthy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that'd be pretty cool to see. But at the same time, like, man- just such a kick in the balls. It's like I don't, I don't get who this is for, because nobody overseas is going to watch any of this stuff. It's just, yeah, maybe this is a stepping stone, and some, maybe next year we see something more kind of fruition out of this. But otherwise, well, hopefully it doesn't rely on some sort of fucking viewing rates. You know, like oh yeah, we'll do this this year, and if we get certain numbers, then we'll do this because it's going to get fucking tanks. It's basically being set up to fail. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Anyway, that was I was pretty excited this morning because I was like, "Ah, oh, they're going to do fucking." It's coming finally preseason, and they did it just the wrong way. It, we, we they should be coming here and not us going there. Exactly, it's backwards. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, um, would you go see the Utah Jazz play <laughs> though? If they came here. Play who? Uh, the Sydney Kings. I probably would, to be honest. See Dante uh- Jungles. Hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't go out to Homebush for it. <laughs> Not Homebush, no. <laughs> okay. I'd go see them. I'd go. I'd make the trip out to Homebush if the Jazz were playing another NBA team. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not going out to fucking Homebush for fucking. I I have like if they were to do it, we'd get we'd get a West team. It'd be someone like the Lakers or the Clippers or the Jazz, one of those guys. Um, because they're oh the yeah, one hundred percent. I, and it does happen the next year we'll get LeBron down here Paul George would be pretty good oh yeah uh, with the you Lakers think so? yeah um, so that's not going to happen <laughs> it'll be either the Utah Jazz or the uh, the Clippers I feel like something like that I don't know the Clippers would be good who have they got left anyone uh, DeAndre Jordan oh is he still there Blake Griffin could they not get out of their contracts Austin or something? Rivers Austin Rivers, hey, the man who killed the franchise. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, and the uh, I've been watching the NBA 2K18 Twitter feed. They've been busting out some some ratings of the, the new game that's coming out. It's been quite interesting watching a couple of people get their scores. Dwight Howard didn't seem pretty impressed with his. <laughs> he got a 81. It's been decreasing since, uh, well, since he started playing the game, actually. Since, um, since yeah. Since they noticed that he's not <clears throat> all that useful. Yeah. Well, he's getting old now, right? I guess, I yes. Since he left the Magic, he's had a lot of injuries. He had the, those back problems and all that sort of stuff. Anyway, um, Steph Curry was, I think, in 94. KD's in 96. So, there's still some big numbers being thrown out there. It's been, huh. been fun to watch. Anyway, should we talk about uh, some games? Unless there's anything else you want to talk about, bring up. 
No, no that's it. Let's no. go. Let's do it. Uh, what do we got here? What can we talk about? That's exciting. Should we talk about Rugby League Live 4? Kick Let's things kick off, off with that. a bang. Let's do it. Got Rugby League Live 4. I had to go buy it, obviously, because there's no way they're actually bringing me shit. Uh, hang on. Uh, I'm just going to just... Could you not bang and crash yourself? Yeah, cool. My wife's smashing pots and pans in the kitchen uh, just behind me. One. Now she's arguing about it, even though I'm in the middle of a podcast. So that's cool. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. I had to go buy Rugby League Live 4, which, uh, you know, what the heck? Um, but I, I felt like I needed to do it for the people and uh, chucked it in my PlayStation 4, started it up. Uh, there's a pretty decent, like, player model on the starting screen. I can never tell who it is because I don't really care that much. But... Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty good. And then um, get into a game, and uh, I was immediately able to do the same shit that I did in Rugby League Live Three, where I, uh, if you pass the ball really late, uh, the holes created by the AI, because the AI is kind of garbage. Um, yeah, the holes that are created are massive, and you can make like massive, massive gains. Meanwhile, if you just uh, always, like, because stamina is barely a fucking thing, if you just always tackle right off the dummy, uh, you can pull people down and, at, like, I, I, you know, they never make more than, like, on the fifth and last, they've made 25 meters and that's a really good run for them, <laughs> uh, for them to have made five meters a tackle because mm-hmm. most of the time they lose two to three a tackle. Um. Yeah. So, just shutting shutting the you know game down immediately. Super easy. I'm not playing as the best team. I'm playing as the Broncos. Um. And yeah. Then my PlayStation Four turned itself off. It was like you're done. You don't need to play any more of this. Yep. <laughs> it was like, Job, why? Please, Job. No. Must shut off. Cannot handle pain. Beep, beep, beep. And then it shut itself off. So I turned it back on and started my game again. Uh, I immediately went back to doing exactly what I'd been doing. And uh, it did it again. And then it wouldn't turn back on. And so my fucking PlayStation 4 committed suicide rather than play Rugby League Live 4. So I am a little bit behind on that. But I... Hit up PlayStation, uh, and they sent me out a loaner copy until I can go acquire a new fucking PlayStation. Um, or that I can get this one repaired, I guess. So you don't know what um, happened with it? It just, like, flat out just died? Just died. This is my second PlayStation to die as well, which is wow. pretty disappointing. Yeah. Um, is it not on... How long are those things under warranty for? It's well out of warranty. Oh, man, that sucks. Yep. Um, PlayStation yes. 4 Pro Time. Maybe. If I had a 4K Blu-ray player, I'd be in. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's Rugby League Live 4. So, yeah. Um, Are I, you saying that you shouldn't buy it because it could brick your console? I'm not saying <laughs> that it could brick your console. All I'm saying is it appears to have bricked my console. 
Okay. Uh, <laughs> no. Are you uh, sure there's not code in there that they were like, uh, if Joby's console's playing, yeah, just brick. Shut it down. <laughs> yeah, this is so we can't review any more of our games. Could you imagine if someone did that? That would be one like one <laughs> of the most staggering fucking things. Yeah, it'd be yeah. Ah, it'd be it'd be awesome. It'd be uh, like amazing for me. It'd be spectacular for me. There was uh, because he was teeing off again on some fucking NRL memes page. I think I was. Did I talk about this last week? No, no. <laughs> he was teeing off on some fucking this Ross Simmons, the CEO of Big Ant, who uh, two years ago when Rugby League Live Three came out. Uh, blocked me on Twitter and then started shit talking me. So I jumped on his forums to defend myself slash my review. Cause he was like, Oh, you know, this dude doesn't know anything about rugby league. Oh, he's, you know, he's, he doesn't know anything at all. Blah, blah, blah. Um, Oh, you know, dollary dudes who even uses dollary dudes. What a hipster wanker, et cetera, et cetera. He was teeing off like going just, full blown off at me uh and i've jumped on to defend myself and i'm like everything i said is factually correct uh there's nothing in there that is incorrect uh they're like oh you used the wrong screenshot for something and i'm like i didn't put the fucking screenshots on your stupid shit that was supplied by your fucking distributor so i don't give a fuck about that that's not on me uh continue and then um he renamed the reviews thread to Joby the Oxygen Thief. <laughs> yep. Just just to shit talk me. Uh, and then he banned me from his forum so I couldn't defend myself. Uh, and started like straight up lying about stuff. He was like, oh, he's deleting my re- uh, comments on their reviews and et cetera, et cetera. I wasn't doing anything. It was the review for Ozgamers, which for me is a fucking fire and forget thing. I like create the review and then I just like... And I'm done. Can't can't wait to get paid in six months, maybe. And uh, yeah, that's so that's like that's the process for me. Everything that occurs on Ozgame is in terms of uh, functioning after that is not anything of my concern. So any quirks he was having, not really my problem. But uh, yeah, no. So that's that's how he rolled with Rugby League Live Three, and then Rugby League Live Four comes around, and this Facebook page. NRL memes uh, wrote a scathing review, uh, tearing it up for its many glitches. And uh, he teed off on them again and was like, oh, you know, they're claiming they got a review copy from us. They didn't. These are the good reviews. Uh, Pay attention to them. Uh, They did player2.net and uh, they took, I think the quote was like. uh, Best NRL game. Best NRL game. (laughs) And which is uh, not, like out of it was completely out of context, 100% out of context. Because <laughs> I think it went on to say something like, but it, you know, in the grand scope of things, that's not a huge achievement. Yeah. Um, it, it, like basically, like the next time was it's not a product I would buy, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, just- <laughs> so he's, he's basically like, so he's teed off on this, this memes page. God, I feel like such a fucking idiot talking about this shit. Uh, a memes page, anyway. Like, I, this this is it. Me and the memes page, okay? We're fucking battling big fucking ant. God. Um, anyway. 
Yeah, so he's teed off on them. Said these are the real reviews, misrepresented the reviews, like is just basically doing his old trick of lying his ass off and misrepresenting reviews in an effort to make his shit-tastic game look better than it is because he's a fucking dishonest cunt. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's that's basically it. Uh, so I really want to get in, do a review, and uh, get in on the fun. But unfortunately, uh, he like it literally killed my PlayStation, so I'll, I'll be another week, I suppose, which is a bummer. Uh, all, all indications, though, is it's a solid 6 out of 10 so far. So... Um, you know, working hard, working hard. Mm. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. The other thing, like the, this still hasn't been, I'm still staggered at how the rest of games journalism decided to just wash its hands of the CEO of fucking games company directly attacking reviewers. Cause he attacked Nathan as well. Nathan Lawrence, uh, he attacked him for his IGN review as well. Like, and I think players who got attacked last year for their review. Yeah, was it and or someone else. I think it might have been Huzo. Yeah, sorry, or whenever the last game was that they whenever the fuck it came out. Uh, yeah, like I'm surprised, honestly, that everyone, like every other fucking games journal, was just like, yeah, cool. Well, didn't happen to me. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Like, fucking games reviews are under attack, motherfuckers. Like, do something. I'm not, like, what am I going to do? If I do anything, it's just going to look like fucking the same shit. Like, I'm just uh, standing up for myself or whatever again, which I guess, you know, I have to do. But, like, yeah, I don't know. It's just fucking weird. Somewhat, like, so, yeah, PC Tech Authority wrote a story about, uh, the NRL memes thing. Mm. Um, and my involvement with it was that I retweeted that it was happening. What the fuck is that? Oh, my involvement in it is that this is the same, like fucking focus up. This is the same person. He's, he's at it again. This is not surprise. This developer is going after a memes page. It's surprise. This lunatic CEO is going after the fucking reviewers again, multiple times. He is a repeat offender. Holy shit. We should not be buying anything. Big ant sells. It doesn't matter. People buy any fucking rugby league game. That's how starved they are. And it's a hundred bucks. It's a hundred dollary dudes, which is fucking ridiculous. You can buy two copies of FIFA 17. You can buy one copy of FIFA 17 and one copy of NBA 17 for the price of rugby league lightfall. But Job, you can't uh, compare the two. They don't have the same budgets. Surely we've sent you the financial figures. It does seem unfair to compare the two when, you know, you think about uh, the fact that, you know, one was made by a small studio in Australia and the other one was made by the might of uh, EA. And then at the same time, though, perhaps if they didn't want to be treated that way, they shouldn't be charging the same fucking amount. But here we are. Or more, even. Or more, yeah. Ludicrous. Anyway, uh, yeah, Ross, Ross Simmons, CEO of Big Ant. Huge lying cunt. That's what we should call this episode. Ross Simmons is a giant lying cunt. Okay. I, I don't think I'll get that on Survivor. 
But uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Ross, the oxygen thief. Colin, he's a lying cunt. (laughs) We'll we'll see. Excellent. Uh, Yeah, I'm just, I am writing this down. I think this is happening. I can get that through. (laughs) You won't put the colon part in, will you? (laughs) What was the next bit? The... Colin, he's a lying cunt. Yeah, no, that's not happening. Damn it. (laughs) Ross the oxygen thief, though. Yep. All right, cool. That sounds fun. Maybe next week you can talk about it if you get a new PlayStation. Totes. Yeah. Moving on. Um, While we're talking about sports games, hmm. Behold the Kickmen. All right. Have we talked about this before? I've heard this somewhere. I don't know. Behold the Kickmen. Yeah. All right, maybe if you start talking about it. Oh, no, I said last week that I bought it, but I hadn't played it yet. Ah, okay. Yeah, I don't like it. Oh. Uh, Yeah, it's a soccer game made by a guy who... (laughs) Oh, get this. (laughs) Oh, you won't believe it. Oh, my God. Oh, it's crazy. This guy hasn't ever played a soccer game or seen soccer before. Allegedly, he's from Britain, so it seems unlikely that he's never seen football before. But that's that's the pitch: is that he doesn't know how football works, or maybe he's only he's seen it, but he doesn't really no know any rules, details. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So uh, it's basically, you know, hashtag uh, sports ball. Yep. It's basically hashtag sports ball the game. Okay. Uh, the tutorial is just like, it is so on the nose with its, I don't know any of the rules. Like, just nonstop with that sort of fucking shit. Like, it's just like, oh, well, I guess you've got a kickball at the hole at the end of the, the field. Like, even fucking in passing, motherfucker, you would have heard the word goal. Okay, let's not fucking make it. Hang on, what's going on? I'm, I'm starting it up so I can give you an example. Okay. Your, your audio is cutting in and out. Whatever you've done is broken. A nightmare. All right, you're back now. I'm back now. Yeah. Let's just make sure you can't, like... Uh, what the fuck is it? Anyway... So, yeah, it, it's got, like, a circle field and, yeah, like... Okay. Yeah. It's got this little guy that runs around and whatever, and uh, you're a kick man now. You're above the law, beyond the grasp of the clamoring masses. You don't owe the world a goddamn thing. You're here for one reason and one reason only, to kick a ball about and pretend like it's an important job. Uh, which, yeah, sort of, I guess, sets the, the tone. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. It just feels like if the people who invented the concept of Doggo and Papa, right, invented a fucking game. Mm-hmm. Like these, like hyper internet, uh, global people, like just fucking decided they needed to make 
a soccer game to skewer the concept of sports ball once and for all. Wow, top running. Running is great. It makes you feel important. It helps get you around the football arena so you can do the goals. Do the goals. You can do the goal. Fuck this game. Anyway, uh, so that's, yeah, it's shit. Don't buy it. Um, I hate it. It's not worth the fucking three bucks that I paid for it. I'm going to get a Steam run- refund while we do this pod- podcast. Hopefully it comes in before the end. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fair That's what I got. Cool. What else? Uh, I can talk about some stuff I'd played. Go. Go. Uh, I got through my first dungeon in Persona 5. Um, last week, we I talked a little bit about it, and somehow our um, Discord page exploded about oh, yeah. talking about Persona. Yeah, I had to rename it to um, hectic, to hectic weeb. weeb shit. Yeah. yeah. I didn't actually read what people were saying because I don't want to be spoiled. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and it was a lot of hectic weeb shit, so. Yeah. So, I, I uh, yeah, I finished my first dungeon in that game and then, uh, which is pretty cool. Quite enjoyed it. Um, it's, uh, it's basically you, you're working your way through uh, an area and- taking down all these enemies and kind of finding save points throughout the dungeon like safe zones and then you leave that area uh sorry that uh this like other dimension you kind of come back the next day in the real world and then everything's kind of reset and you've got more skill points that you can kind of use because as you're using uh it's like sp uh every time you use an ability it kind of drains that sp bar so uh you want to refill it up every you know, once it kind of gets a bit low, you want to jump back in, find a good safe zone, and then start again and keep working your way through all the through the dungeon. Um, so I eventually worked my way through this whole dungeon, uh, did the boss fight, which was pretty interesting, and then uh, did what I needed to. And I've, I'm kind of at the next stage now where I'm uh, sort of trying to figure out what's going on in the next part they're kind of forming a team together to go after all these other people and it's a lot of a lot more story stuff happening in this next bit so uh, i think in in the next like three or four hours i've played i haven't really done much um combat stuff maybe a little bit but it's been a lot of social social things talking to people going around and uh leveling up my character and that sort of stuff so yeah, it's, I'm still enjoying it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it's just a very different type of game. Interesting and weird japanese thing that you don't really see a lot of in the Western or, well, you know, the, yep. the games we normally get out of the States and that sort of stuff. So, yeah, it's it's fun. I'm still digging all, like, the animation stuff. I think the presentation is really awesome. Um, and it has, like, these, like, anime cutscenes that kick in every once in a while as well, which are really cool. Um, they look really awesome. So, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm digging it. It looks like there's a lot of people on the Discord page that are playing it as well that seem to like it. I'll, I'll keep talking about it when I keep playing it. Yep. So, yeah. Um, the other game I played a bit of was Lawbreakers. The, I guess, open beta started over the weekend. And I know Nate has played a bit of this one. Have you had a chance to check it out at all? Yeah, I played it before, yep. ages ago, when it first hit Alpha. Yeah, so it's a it's a first person team based hero shooter from uh, Cliff Blazinski, the creator of the. Uh, well, he was big back in the day on like Unreal, Unreal Tournament, um, Gears of War, that those sort of games. This one is very much in the vein of Unreal Tournament, 
quake but sort of mixed with the uh, hero shooter stuff that we're seeing these days where people have abilities and different weapons and that sort of stuff uh this one's gimmick is kind of the maps have areas in them where there are like there's no gravity in them so you can kind of float around and there's a bit more maneuverability in these areas and you can do kind of weird tricky shit in there um and like there's characters with different abilities and all that sort of stuff there's a bunch of different game modes there's unlockables and leveling up and all that sort of stuff i haven't played a huge amount amount of time in the the beta uh i think i jumped in like saturday night at about one o'clock two o'clock in the morning played a few games and um and had a couple wins which is good i think all the games i played were wins uh which is which is fun but i i don't know man like i'm not I'm not seeing, like, what kind of sets this apart from some of the other games we're starting to see come out of this, other than it does the gravity thing. Um, I don't think the ability stuff is handled handled too well. Like, it just doesn't seem any... Not, not interesting at all. Um, I guess there's, like... There's just really not much that's kind of drawing me in into, like, oh, this is kind of a cool, new, wacky thing. It just seems to be another old school shooter that's been brought back but not not really doing anything new and exciting so yeah i don't know i because I, I remember nate talking it up he seemed to quite like it um well like so we were pretty keen on it for a little while because uh, we were both playing it at the same time but once we got into it it just seemed like the mobility because it, it, it hinges pretty heavily on mobility and then it turned out that the mobility wasn't really there like it wasn't as mobile as we'd Call sort of duty. expected like i was trying to double tap to sort of do like a sidestep or something like that and that wasn't yeah. working and yeah. they've got like jump jets which uh, you've got like uh, a meter well, at least the character I was playing had a had jump jets, um, and you can kind of double jump and triple jump that sort of thing. But other than that, it was quite. It felt a bit slowish. Yeah, yeah, that was the problem. But like, like it's I don't know, man. Like, fuck. <laughs> we had heard it had been sped up, <laughs> so imagine it was slower than it is. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so the game mode that I was playing was like this capture the flag one where you you get some sort of battery that's kind of in the middle of the map. You take it back to your base and then it has to charge up. Um, so once you get that battery and it's in your base, you're charging it up, then you're tasked with defending it while the other people kind of are trying to come in and steal it from you and then take it back to their base. And once the battery gets to 100%, then the game resets and the battery's back in the middle. It's like first to three type thing. So... Uh, the the game that I, the, I know the first game that I played, we were getting our ass kicked because it was three players to like six, and right. I was like, oh, okay, this is how this game's gonna go. But then it paired a couple of more people in there, and we ended up bringing it back. Um, me and the other guy on my team were on top of our leaderboard and kills and whatnot. I think we were just down. It was just hard to break into the other person's base with three of us versus six, uh, even though we were kind of you know doing fairly well on kills and whatnot they were so close to their respawn that it was not easy to get in and steal all that stuff and then get out of there um but otherwise once we started figuring all that sort of stuff out and we got our team back up together yeah we just stomped them but yeah i don't know like it just doesn't it doesn't like i feel like i had a better time playing quake 
<laughs> which is Damn. saying something, right? Yeah. Maybe it was because it was one o'clock in the morning when I was playing, but <laughs> yeah. it just didn't feel like it, it didn't feel quick. It just. I uh, think you should give it another chance at least. Yeah, I feel like I need to play with some of you guys and see what it's. All right. If well, I have a better time. I think it launches in a, like. I think it, next week or something. Yeah, something it? like that. Yeah. They're yeah. trying to get me to go to a review event. I'm like, uh, it's an online focused multiplayer shooter. I think I will wait to see how it plays online. It was, I didn't experience any problems when I was playing the open beta. Yeah. Um, the servers, they've got uh, regions in Oceana um, and they seem to be local, like somewhere in Sydney. The the pings were quite low. Um, and they've also got uh, Europe and I think North America are the three regions at the moment. So if you're in like one of those countries, you, you probably have decent latency depending on, I don't know how they normally sort that stuff out, but it seemed yeah. fine for Australia. Um, it, I guess the other thing is they've got that, weird mechanic where you can shoot behind you but uh, yep, i yep. still don't like it's not like he looks behind he just kind of randomly shoots behind them and i don't know how that's supposed to work <laughs> yeah uh i never really worked it out either i didn't really use it it's like a blind fire thing where it just shoots behind them like the idea is i guess you're being chased and yeah you, it allows you to shoot behind them, but you can't really see, so you just like, you just kind of holding the button down. Um, if it was like a look over the shoulder thing, maybe that'd be interesting, but then you wouldn't be able to see where you're running. So I don't know. It's it's um just kind of a weird weird mechanic they put in there. Uh, anyway, I, I think I need to play more of it with some people that can play games. Maybe you guys, you and Nate, will jump in and play a couple. Yeah, uh, I could see doing that. Um, especially, yeah, uh, a bit closer to launch, see how it's going. I, I actually am interested in in playing it again. I had a lot of fun when I was getting like really grappling around and like swinging, getting the swing going, and it's all it. It wasn't mm-hmm. like uh, tribes level mobility, but it was. It, I was feeling the like uh importance of the mobility it just yeah it always felt too too slow so yeah yeah anyway uh that's lawbreakers that's out august 8th it looks like so a week from now a week yeah Hmm. nice cool all right we'll check it out before then yeah yeah we'll try and jump in because uh like we were playing some fortnite and it looks like you've stopped playing with us and you're playing by yourself. Is that what's going on? Uh, no, we played some more Fork Knife and uh, I guess we didn't really, like, sum up. We, I just felt like we didn't really fucking... We weren't definitive on it because we played a bit more. I feel like we, like, we didn't play that much more. I think we played one more round. We played enough to determine that nobody should buy this fucking game. Yeah. Don't pay money for it. It is utterly fucked by free-to-play shit and yeah i wish i'd said this already like definitively i was i was i think i was heavily implying it but i want to be we needed to put more time into it i feel like yeah yeah and we did an extra hour and that's it it you know fuck it don't play it don't buy it maybe play it play it when it comes out but yeah don't 
buy it. Don't buy it, no. Because it is, it's very heavily reliant on either playing the game to, it's got a lot of pay to win shit in there, basically. Yeah. Um, their whole economy is based on pay to win stuff, which I'm not a big fan of. But also at the same time, you can unlock a lot of gear just by playing. Um, and I guess there's no competitiveness. You're not playing any, you're not versing anybody, which, yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. It's got some, it's got some weird stuff in there. I just, yeah. I just feel like it's got some, it seems like it's got some really cool ideas and I like the art style behind it and some of the gameplay stuff is really cool. It's just, um, it just feels like a money sink though. Like that's, it's just too obviously like, oh, spend money in this game. You'll get a bunch of, cool weapons and unlocks and all that sort of stuff to use against super basic AI which won't really challenge you at all yeah um, well at least the first I don't know we, we've I feel like we put enough hours into it to, to say like it's been pretty easy so far mm-hmm so um, and it does like yeah I don't know I, I looked into it I watched some streams from later people and uh, Miracle on our Discord jumped on to like explain his experiences later on, and ultimately, yeah, the way like the way he was pitching it and the the way it looked was that yeah, they just all they do is they increase damage resistance and health pools, and uh, so that yeah, you need to shoot more bullets, but they become uh, bullet sponges. Mm-hmm to like encourage you to get more loot llamas so that you can upgrade your weapons basically yep yeah it'd be cool if they threw different types of enemies at you because I know we we started seeing a lot of that but I don't know how far it goes yeah I don't know um so yeah Yeah. anyway don't don't buy it yeah it doesn't look like there's a lot it seems like we've seen most of them Two, yeah. four. There's like six enemy types. Mm, yeah, I don't don't know about that one. Give it a miss. Yep. All right. No fork knife. What's next? Oh man. Uh, Dead by Daylight. I haven't talked about that in a while. No, you haven't. Uh, they released a free update over the weekend called the Lullaby oh. Chapter. Okay. Um. So this is following the last time I talked about this. They they did a uh, a paid chapter, which was the Doctor. Um. He was the guy that that uh, like electrocuted people it's called the spark of madness chapter i wasn't really a fan of that one he he has had some buffs since the last time that i played but i yeah he, he was a bit strange when they first implemented him he kind of uh did this aoe uh radio like uh, electrical attack that zapped people and increased their insanity something like that and then they would randomly scream at certain intervals Oh, yeah. uh, and that kind of gave you the indication of where they were. Just just weird shit like that. I think sometimes, like, there was different levels of insanity and it would cause the survivor to, like, randomly see a an illusional, like, an illusion of a doctor, um, which wasn't real, or random skill checks. Like, I think it was doing that sort of stuff, um, which sounds cool, but, yeah, just wasn't fun playing him at all. Anyway, this one's called The Lullaby... And they've introduced a female, um, a female killer who kind of, who looks like a, I guess a rabbit or some sh- weird shit like that. But yep. she's unique because she has a, uh, a throwing axe. So she can actually, she's got a ranged attack, which is kind of cool. Um, 
it's not really easy to kind of throw an axe at somebody though there's no there's no uh crosshair on your character so you've got to kind of get an idea of like your an arc of where you're aiming and just hopefully you'll hit them and you've kind of it's got like a rate like a radius of you know you got to like drop distance that sort of thing on these uh on these axes that you throw and i think you've got about 5 or 6 that you start off with but she also she also does have a, a melee attack but her special ability is like a ranged a ranged uh, ranged attack which is kind of cool um and once you run out of those axes you can go to the they were like uh oh, what were they throughout the map you would see those like uh those the, orange fucking cupboard things that you you'd find yeah the fan uh the lockers lockers yeah i never use them so i don't know because i'm not no. i don't play no who would i don't play survivors um yeah the lockers so you go back to a locker and you can rearm yourself with so they've kind of multi-purpose that now um when you're this this crazy throwing axe wielding maniac person so she's kind of actually pretty cool i like the abilities that she's got they're really interesting so the the first one is that she's able to see within uh like you know the basement where you can kind of take other survivors and hook them yeah she once you're outside like a 20 something meteor radius radius she can see people that go down into the basement um so that allows you to i guess either see if someone's in there getting the chest or they're hiding in there or if they're unhooking somebody so you can kind of work your way back so that's kind of interesting um the second one is she basically has you know how every killer's got that radius where like the heartbeat you can tell when they're in a certain range she's got like a second one where she's got a lullaby and you can hear her singing uh Uh and that's a directional thing so you can kind of pinpoint like oh this lullaby is coming from my left-hand side. So you kind of get an indicator of where this killer is coming to you from. Um, but what it does is the every time that you hook a survivor, uh, they she gains like a power to um, make these skill checks trigger quicker and the audio warning doesn't trigger as quickly. So it's like a bit more of a surprise to the survivor that the skill check's coming up. And if they also miss it, it makes the action they're doing regress. So if they're kind of doing a generator and they miss it, then that generator regresses in in power now, as opposed to before it would kind of just make a noise. This is like a double thing that it does. So that's kind of cool. Um, And that kind of buffs every time that you hook somebody as well. So it's your idea is to keep hooking people and makes you move around a bit more, um, which which is awesome. And the third one is... Uh, when you're chasing a survivor, you know that like red light that kind of shows up yep. on the ground that will randomly disappear at certain times, oh, and then I guess that means that the AOE the AOE like heartbeat also disappears. Um, I've not tried it because I've not played a survivor, but that's usually what that thing is. So, um, or maybe it's not. Maybe the heartbeat stays. Anyway, you kind of you don't know where that fucking person is that's chasing you. So. Yeah, that's kind of interesting as well. I don't know, man. I really like that update. I think it's it's really cool. They've put some interesting, fun new mechanics in there, which is which is awesome. And uh, they threw in another survivor as well, but I don't really play survivors, so I don't know what he does. I'd have to look at the website. David King was his name, and um, oh, yeah. he does a bunch of random shit. Not sure cool. what he does, but nice. Anyway, I, I dig it, and it's a free update, so that's kind of cool. That is pretty good, but I feel like they're um, uh, they're probably dropping a lot in the player count, which is 
unfortunate but they they just recent recently released the game on console i think a month ago or the last couple of weeks so yeah it's still doing still doing pretty well i think i still i still think it's a really good game yeah uh but otherwise i played a little bit of that and had had some fun with it because i haven't played that too much because of PUBG and everything else that's kind of taking up my time that was the game that i spent last year i put stupid amount of hours in there like 200 yeah, hours Mm-hmm. Uh, 187 hours I put in last year, which has been eclipsed by PUBG's 340. Oh yeah, so <laughs> well and truly, yeah, too easy. Mm. You're catching on me even in what PUBG? Oh okay, yeah, fair enough. I'm getting You're only there. 15 behind me now. Yeah, wow. Okay. Hmm. Anyway, uh, that was that's pretty much all I've played other than PUBG. So you got anything else you want to talk about? There's other stuff yeah, in the list. You can do it. Look at it go. Uh, I played some squad. All right. On Sunday, we weren't really. Uh, I just I wanted to play something other than PUBG, and uh, a few of the regular crew were into a bit of squad. So me and Drew and uh, Fjaren jumped in to play uh, some of that, but we couldn't get into like there were only two Aussie servers and one of them was like ram packed with like six people in queue. So we didn't want to do that. Uh, we jumped in the other one, which only had like four people in it. Turns out most of them were AFK and, uh, we're jumping in. It sort of fleshed out a little bit. I think it got to about 12 people in, in the server. Um, which isn't a great scenario for squad. It really needs a critical mass, uh, of players to actually be worth playing because if you don't have the player numbers, it just t- turns into like a one squad versus one squad type dealio and it's it just winds up being a spawn camp. So it started off with us spawn, like halfway spawn camping one team and then we like started fucking about by like, well, okay, I guess we'll just like roll over here and not like ram them into their own spawn. Um, and then, yeah, from there, it's sort of like as more players join their team, um, they pushed us back into our spawn and they never let up on that. So we were just spawning and dying and spawning and dying and there's not like any, any fucking ticket bleed or anything. So that could have gone on for another two hours except I hit alt four and decided to quit. Um, basically, I, I'm definitely going to play squad again. They've got like all kinds of shit in there. Um, mortars and stuff. Mortars are fucking terrifying. Um, especially I was playing as a medic. I love playing as a medic in Project Reality and, and squad. Um, and because you just like you do that fucking what was that movie the um, Heartbreak Ridge is it? Maybe nope. I, I don't know the one with the one Mel Gibson made. Oh, Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Heartbreak Ridge sounds like a romantic movie, or like the <laughs> fucking war version of Heartbreak High or some shit. Um, yeah, Hacksaw Ridge. Like you just run around, like you barely even take your gun out. You're just constantly just getting people back up, and like you got to go through the process. Like, like it is similar to. Um, project reality in squad where you've got to do like first you've got to bandage them to stop from from bleeding and then you start to heal them in project reality you've got to like defib them and then you start to heal them or whatever um yeah so in yeah you're just running around and like there's this 
the explosions just going off around you and it is it feels properly ter- terrifying uh and you make it through and you heal the person up and then you just fucking sprint back out again while it's still exploding all around you that's some fucking action movie shit it feels awesome that is on point but yeah just not gonna play in a fucking empty server again next time we'll just queue and we can all just play the fucking server game like the early days of day z yep yeah um but yeah that's it uh that's good what else we got um dota 2 yeah the international's kicking off this week it is tomorrow no not tomorrow the day after day after first um group stages begin and uh i decided i wanted to get in on some of this fucking dota 2 fantasy shit okay yep that was that i don't was- think you got into dota to fantasy you've you've gone in like head first yeah and and, and you've broken the wallet out Oh, yeah, I cracked the wallet out immediately. Uh, so, basically, I I like, I like, was thinking to myself, I because uh, I haven't been playing Fantasy Movie League in a while, and I was thinking to myself, maybe I could do, like, maybe they do, like, a Dota 2 fantasy thing. Maybe I can do, like, some Dota 2 fantasy shit around the international. I should look into this shit. And I looked into it, and it's like, oh, by, you get card packs in the dota 2 client so i open up dota 2 client and i'm looking around and i'm like how the fuck do i get some fucking card packs and looks like uh have you bought the compendium i'm like what no and uh yeah so i bought the fucking 40 dollars version of the compendium so i can get some fucking card packs that's what i'm about mm. uh and that then, was dumb and then you threw more money at it yeah so i threw another uh, <laughs> Fifteen dollars, because uh, I had I'd made five dollar dues from um, from selling PUBG shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, ah, oh, chuck another ten bucks on. Um, no, no, I had the extra ten bucks uh, from the like I had to like top up my fucking Steam wallet or some shit to actually buy the thing. Uh, it wouldn't let me just straight buy it. So I topped it up for 50 bucks and then uh, I had an extra five bucks. So I paid an extra 15 bucks to buy some other stuff, some extra extra levels. Uh, and then I bought another 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. there was these premium cards, right? It was like, oh, you can get these premium cards if you like, if you just get a few more levels. I'm like, oh, I want to see what fucking premium cards are about. So, uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, because you were messaging me and I was like, I don't know, you need to get the, don't worry about the normal cards, you need the gold and silver cards, Joe, because they, they get more stats. Yeah. And you're like, holy fuck. So, you, once you get duplicates in the game, you start dusting them um, and then you use the dust to buy more card packs and there's two sets of cards, card packs. There's like the normal ones, I think they're worth 10 dust each and I think 50 for the premium ones and they're yep. guaranteed rare cards or, or gold or silver cards or something like that yeah um and they're the kind of the ones you want but in in the actual game client it shows you who how much money people have spent in the game and and you like fucking passed me yeah fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you get a bunch of levels for like doing <laughs> stuff in the game as well yeah like setting up your predictions and all that kind of shit so 
it wasn't all cash money, baby. It was I've done basically everything there is you can do in the game to like level yourself up. I spun the wheel, you okay. know, these wheel yeah. spins, yeah. and I, I got a bunch of fucking levels out of that. So oh, cool. that was a good one as well. But uh, yeah, um, yeah. So I've I've fleshed out my my card packs. Um, I've got silver of everyone in OG, which is basically what I was about. That's pretty good. What I was looking for. Um, I've got basically every other player except for some like Southeast Asian team players, which I think I was pretty lucky to like to get everyone. Uh, oh, sorry. And I don't have crit, which is a bit of a bummer because yeah. I think I feel like he'd be a good one for some fantasy points mm-hmm. uh, to be honest he'll probably be raking in some shit I definitely felt it I think evil geniuses have like the the most fucking games on the first day <laughs> so I'm like oh I'll just chuck crit in here this will be good uh, I don't have him that's good well fuck uh, yeah and yeah I don't know set up set up my predictions um i can't remember them off the top of my head but they're largely og related uh except for the the longest game ones which were all chinese, chinese team related teams, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah um and yeah that's about all it. the farming ones like highest average farming chinese teams longest yep. games chinese teams like all those yep yep quickest games more like liquid, something like that. One of the European teams that'll just stomp someone really quick. I think I put like Virtus Pro or something. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a good yeah, pick I, as well. I figured they'd just like <laughs> clomp on through someone out of surprise, some surprise strat that nobody was expecting. They just like finish it up in four, 15 minutes or some shit. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I'm well in. I'm well in this time. Uh, <laughs> this is the first time I ever bought a fucking compendium as well. So I don't know. Um, yeah. Um, I, I was in there, which reminds me, I still need to set up my fantasy stuff because I was in there yesterday yep. when, after you were talking about it, I, I got home from work. I was like, shit, I need to set up all my stuff. Of course. Uh, but I got distracted by, I think I spent more money on it because like, fuck, Job's higher than me. Uh, That's how they get you. So, I, I, uh, I dropped like another 10 bucks on it. <laughs> Uh, you're still in front of me because, like, fuck, how much money did Job actually drop on this thing? Yeah, baby. That uh, fucking wheel, baby. And as I was, like, unlocking treasure chests, I think Drew came in and was like, what are you doing? Are you playing Dota? Uh, <laughs> you should come play PUBG. And I was like, all right, yeah, I'll do that. Uh, I, did, I didn't end up setting my fantasy set your shit up. Yeah. You've got to set your lineups. Maybe, yep. I, maybe I tasked Drew with that so maybe. I could beat you. Maybe. What are can you doing you see- with all the treasure chests you got? Are you, are you giving them to me or- treasure no i've been can i give you the gear i don't I, no i think oh. it's tradable in a couple of years you might be able to sell it at some stage but yeah yeah okay uh well i'll just sell it then make my money back yeah um <laughs> yeah that's the game plan i uh, i'm like i'm very excited for for the international i i am more excited than i think i've ever been i think it's going to be really fucking competitive yeah i hope so um we we did have it in the news some stuff to talk about but oh, we, no it's, we've it's fine there wasn't really anything to talk about in there um so yeah 23 million dollar prize pool oh, yeah. usd that'll be starting um yeah as we said thursday is the group stages and then next week will be main event uh, i think it's going to crack 24 million it'll be pretty close to 25 million i think by the end of it that is crazy. especially if they drop something like an, another, I don't know, 
treasure chest or some weird shit like that. Um, so yeah, it's going to be huge. It's at the moment already the biggest prize pool um, in esports, which I think was last year they hit about 20 million, 21 million. Damn. It's a lot of money. The uh, first prize gets at the moment 10.1 million. I think it's going at the time being. So a bit of money. About wow. 2 million a player. That's bananas. Yeah. That is awesome. But I'm looking forward to it. I, I don't like, I don't know. It's so many good teams this year. Yeah. Like last year, it was pretty much like everybody was going like, OG's going to win this thing. And this year, I'm like, ah, oh, I, I, I'm i not sure. Like, I still think OG's going to do really well, but everybody always comes prepared for the best teams. And they usually don't do that great. So it could be, man, it could be anything. Yeah. Right. And like one of these Chinese teams could be a sleeper. Maybe they've been playing each other. And they've got some really good strats going. It's just who knows. Anybody's game, but yeah, if you're um if you're an Australian, you want to support a team, OG is probably the one you want to go for. They've got uh, Anna, and I think Newbie's there as well, right? So Newbie is there. So KP, yeah. Newbie's the other team you can support. Yep. Otherwise, there's no. Hey, what's the wagering in the compendium? Uh, that's for in-game stuff. So I have to play Dota. You have to play Dota. Fucking horse. There's shit. achievements and stuff like that that what are tied to leveling up shit. and wagering and yeah. They need more shit that doesn't involve actually playing Dota. <laughs> you should suggest that to them. I'll, I'll email them. Yeah. Dear Valve. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, I guess we'll talk about that more next week, and we got to do a, uh, a Dota Two special. We a, do a pub stomp. One hundred percent. Yeah. All right, we'll do that. Cool. Bonus episode all about Dota. Yep. All right, what else we got here? Um, Mario Cross Rabbids. Yeah. The dumbest fucking idea for a video game of all time. Uh, yeah. XCOM Rabbids. XCOM. Featuring Mario. Featuring Mario. Featuring Mario very prominently. Um, it's pretty good to be honest <laughs> it's an interesting it's an interesting one a eh? it's really tough to say whether or not it's a satisfying experience yet but basically it is xcom like there's there's no other way to fucking put it it's xcom as fuck and they've done a really good job of like adapting the control system to something that's immediately intuitive i've never played xcom on a fucking console before so i don't know if that's simple like something easy to do but uh this one fucking they nailed it so that feels really good um and yeah so basically you're mario you team up with some rabbits and you have to roll through and do something i don't know i didn't really get a good idea of what the story was something's happened rabbits and mario have collided basically uh and to do that you gotta do xcom stuff and um gameplay wise it's it's mostly like it's it, it's mostly exactly xcom uh with a lot of the finer percentage points removed so instead of like it's it's not like you've got a 93% chance to hit or some shit. It's more like you have a hundred percent chance, 50% chance or a 0% chance. Uh, 
I think there might be 75 and 25 in the mix because uh, cover can be destroyed and shit. Uh, so I think maybe as cover is destroyed, um, the chance might actually, like, you might go from 0% chance to 25% chance. But, um, yep. yeah. So everyone's got a gun. You shoot your gun. Uh, one of the interesting things it does, uh, the most interesting things, in my opinion, is... Uh, movement is actually combat in some circumstances so you can if you path through enemies you will do a slide attack and trip them up and that doesn't count as part of your action phase so you got your combat uh, your movement phase and your combat phase uh and i should say uh so the, that would just be in the movement phase. It doesn't count as your combat phase. Hmm. Uh, so, so once you finish, you pass through them. Uh, you do that, and then you can turn around and shoot them. So you can still you can do like multiple levels of damage, uh, and it's an interesting one because you suddenly you have to really like um, weigh up your options. You have to work out you know the risk and reward of. Maybe, you know, you run your character direct in there, mm. do the slide attack, and just shoot them from fucking right next to them and see what happens. Uh, see if you can kill them in time. Um, like, if you if you can actually get the kill done, then you don't need to be in cover immediately. You know, it doesn't matter that you're left out sort of in the open. Uh, on the other hand... Um, if you don't get the kill, you're standing, you're a sitting fucking duck and that's, you know, it's going to make life tough for you. So it's an interesting tweak, uh, because it sort of gives you three opportunities to attack because all the, uh, characters have like special attacks as well. So you can do your movement, so you can do your slide attack and then you can do, uh, your normal attack, your general attack, and then you can do like a special attack. And special attacks are sort of like uh, the sentry. Mario's got a sentry-like one from XCOM where like if someone moves and they're in line of sight of Mario, then he'll fucking shoot them. Yeah. Uh, and you can use that to like your advantage as well. Like if you slide in on a me- melee enemy knock them down and then move a couple of steps away and set Mario up back behind cover, then even if you don't get the kill, if they've run over to actually get the hit on you, the moment they start to move, Mario will finish him off. And so there's there's actually a like, fairly fucking deep strategy, which is a surprise because it's fucking Mario and Rabbids. Um, <laughs> it gets, like... It, it goes further, like... This, in some ways, it's harder than XCOM. Like as a as a fucking shameless save scummer in XCOM games, hmm. right? Uh, basically, the only way I ever learned how to fucking play XCOM was to save scum my balls off, um, and like to try something out and see what works, and eventually, it, it like I'd work out from there how to play based on okay so these are the things that generally work this is how i should be playing and i may have picked up some pretty bad habits actually i know for a fact i picked up some bad habits from doing that but um yeah like regardless you can't save mid battle in this so any 
mistake you make. You can't undo shit. You can't like if you are just testing to see how far someone can move or like you're just trying to see if you can actually get to cover from this position or whatever the fuck. Yep. No. It's too late for that, champ. You're done. Yep. You're fucking committed. So you just have to deal with it every single time, which is pretty rough. The flip side is that once you finish a battle, yep. everyone comes back to life. And so you don't have to worry about permadeath or anything. Yeah, because, like, you can't have Mario be permanently dead. Yeah, exactly. Uh, although I guess you could have a game over fail state if you wanted to do some Iron Man shit. I doubt they will include Iron Man shit in Mario Cross Rabbids, but, yeah, like, if you're so inclined, maybe that'd be the fucking way to go. Like, yeah, if Mario dies, it's fucking game over no matter, no matter what. Like, it's donezo. Suddenly, you'd have to really fucking focus on keeping them alive. One of the one of the things they did, one of the things that confused me a lot about what they did was they um they had us play through the start of the game, which I think we we're at like World One Level Three is where they got us to start, and uh, there was still sort of a tutorial mode. So that uh, it makes me think that World One One and World One Two are going to be fucking trash. But um, yeah. After we did World 1-3, they then dumped us in World, like, 3-6 or some shit. But before they let us play that, they showed us this video. And this this video was like a tutorial. And it was like, here are the things you can do, like, when you can fully level up a character and, uh, and like, combo their abilities together. And here are the enemies you'll face. Uh, and here is, you know, some of the things, the tricks you need to defeat them because they're quite tricky. Uh, and it was like, yeah, if you, you've got Mario and Peach and Rabid Yoshi, uh, you can have Rabid, uh, you set up Mario to shoot anything that moves and then you bounce uh, an enemy and that makes them move and then Mario shoots them and then Peach jumps like bounces off Yoshi and heals everyone and then Yoshi slides through and then double slides and finishes them off or something. And the enemies are these giant things and like you can't attack them from the front. You have to attack them from behind. So you have to work out a different way to do this. Anyway, I did all this shit and then it dumped us in and we weren't facing those enemies and we had like, all these other characters that we could pick from. Um, so, yeah, it was a pretty confusing tutorial. It was a tutorial for something that we weren't playing, basically, uh, which threw me quite a bit, to be honest. Uh, but, yeah, it was still good. Uh, the level we did play had these uh, boos, the ghosts, Mario ghosts. Yep. And uh, they would, if they, if they got close enough to you, they would randomly teleport you around the fucking level. They'd do it to anyone, basically. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Like they do it to enemies as well. They were not like on anyone's side particularly. And uh, to beat this level, all you had to do was get to the other other end. Okay. Uh, you didn't have to kill everyone. You couldn't kill everyone because they would always keep spawning. Uh, it took me an hour, uh, and the the round where I succeeded took me about seven minutes. Uh, it took me an hour to do two attempts uh, to do it legit, like staggered moving through cover and destroying enemies and moving through cover and et cetera, et cetera. And um, 
something would happen, like an enemy would get a lucky shot, uh, a low chance shot, and on top of that, it'd be a crit, and on top of that, it'd knock me off the fucking level, and so I'd take extra double damage, and so uh, I'd die, and I'd try very hard not to fucking pitch my controller at the fucking screen. And then the time I did it, I uh, loaded Yoshi up on movement abilities, and then I just ran. I ran at the fucking end, and I started fights with my other two characters in the opposite direction. And, yeah, that worked. Um, got very lucky that uh, the ghosts didn't get to me, and they moved. They wound up, like, the booze wound up moving enemies out of the path of my Yoshi. But, uh, yeah. So I didn't feel like that level in particular was terribly strategic. It seemed more like a fucking RNG-a-thon, but... Most of the time, it felt I actually felt like a really fucking good strategy game. So I'm actually looking forward to it, to be honest. Yeah. I actually like, honest to God, I think it is a perfect Switch game. I can totally see me instead of sitting there playing Hearthstone and getting angry at BM and cunts on uh, the toilet. I could see me instead playing this on the toilet and getting angry at being fucked by RNG. So yeah. Angry poops, though. I need those angry poops. So, you know, it's, it's good. It's helpful for me. Yeah. Um, so, it's not it's not actually coming to any other consoles. Is that right? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. Not that I've heard. Yeah. It's, oh, it's strange. Um, I guess they don't want Mario on the other consoles at the moment. Yeah, I suppose. That makes sense. The, do they... The levels that you're in, are they randomly generated levels or is it kind of... No, they're, yeah, they're rigidly created. Um, yeah. All right. And there's no stuff in between levels. Like XCOM obviously has like the base building and, and researching and buying new equipment and all that sort of stuff. What is What are you doing kind of in between each level? Did you see that stuff? No, nah, it doesn't seem like you're doing anything like that. It's you're just moving on to the next level. You're sort of exploring a little bit, so you can find some like coins and stuff. Yeah. Um. But and you use those coins to buy upgrades for your weapons, but it's not like hyper complex or anything. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I don't know. I've heard good things about it. Every everyone I've spoken to that's played this has said good things. So. It's it's just surprisingly well done, you know. Like, yeah, for a, I mean, it's a Ubi game, right? As well, <laughs> not that they make shit games, but they're making a good Mario game or a good Rabbits game, even. Yeah, I know, right? Like, it's just a surprise. Mm. Yeah. yeah, if it does well, I'd be curious to see what this kind of entails after. Uh, like what else they'll let Ubi do with that property or if they I don't know they they just here's a sequel Rabbids Mario Cross Rabbids 2 or do they let them play with something else and try try another property they've got like what would they do Just Dance with Mario something like that I think they'd do that in a second yeah yeah alright anything else to say about uh, Mario Cross Rabbids no is that it just- that we've got I'm impressed. PUBG, baby. Uh, PUBG, yes. We've obviously still been playing that. Obviously. That'll be uh, for a while, I feel like. 
it seems that way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Had a mixed bag this week, me, personally. Uh, <laughs> had a rough fucking weekend. Had a really bad Sunday, to be honest. Just, like, just couldn't fucking put together a win out of anything. And it just felt like shit. And everything was, like, every little thing that fucked me was unbelievably frustrating. So every time my bullets hit fucking railings or some shit where you feel like that's not where I was aiming or whatever. Um, yeah, it just drove me fucking bananas but uh yeah seemed to turn around eventually 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 and uh yeah got back into the swing of it um had a really good game today i think i got my longest knockdown with a um with a sniper rifle right. i'd say uh i i think it must have been at least 600 meters i was uh two two pips two nearly just shy of three pips up on the fucking scope and i managed to get the headshot on him i couldn't secure the kill so i won't count as long as skill unfortunately but uh, yeah like that was that was good and you know my aim was on my aim was off something horrible on the weekend i don't know what it was um but yeah i just wasn't putting shit together like i should be and yeah i don't know bit of a mixed one uh we had a game where 16 people were in the fucking plane. Uh, a huge amount of people. Huge. There was uh, more than that to start with, though. That's true. Uh, like, as the... as the Like, when the timer started counting down, there were about 30-something people in the fucking server. Which and then... Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, which is already pretty low. And a bunch of hardcore quitters... Must have been like, I'm not playing some fucking 30-person game. Fuck this shit. Uh, and so they bailed out. But we didn't. We stayed. We were in it to win it. And uh, we jumped out of Pachinki. And the circle was over the mill base, which is where almost everyone else jumped out. Mm. And yeah. Except for one dude. The, except for one dude. One dude was north of us. Um, by the time the first circle had finished... There were only nine other people in the server. Mm. Uh, yeah. It was an amusing match. I don't think it was a good match, uh, but it was an amusing one. Still fun. Uh, yeah. A lot of fun. We try hard at it up. Uh, Nate was like, why are you playing like a pussy? Um, because I wanted to win. Because I always want to win. That's how I roll. Wanting to win is half the battle. The other half yeah. is knowledge, obviously. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that was good. I got a really good solo win as well on the weekend. Or maybe on... Maybe yesterday. I don't know. That reminds me... Sorry mm. to cut you off. Did you see the article from Kotaku today? No. About PUBG? It was titled something like, You shouldn't play PUBG to win you should play it for fun and I was like that's written by somebody that hasn't had a lot of wins that is someone that's written by someone who hasn't tasted the chicken dinner <laughs> yeah for so what are you sure talking about you only play that game to have wins holy shit now I need to find this this <laughs> and now I need to dump on them yeah. um but yeah uh yeah no that is that is loser talk no I understand I totally understand like like the I don't know, the incentive from a person to only play to have fun. Uh, but I would never, ever, ever, 
ever, ever try to tell people that that was how you should be playing because a first of all no it's wrong like it is a directly competitive game and every single action you do that isn't in aid of your own victory isn't creating a better path for victory for yourself is uh not in keeping with the game um so yeah that's that's incorrect i'm not saying you know don't have fun uh obviously have fun but yeah if you're like playing the game it should be you should be having fun while forging a path to victory yeah. they, they they're they not like to uh like what's the word i'm looking for fucking uh mutually exclusive fucking concepts you can have fun and wind at the, at the same time like just fucking do it to it like the game we played last night where we we were stupid around in a bunch of cars and motorbikes yep. and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, I looked at, I looked like we were, we came second, right? No, third. Third. I looked at my replay and we, we sort of thought they were teaming at the end, but they were just not, they weren't teaming. Um, I looked at my replays and they weren't teaming and they were just uh like moving around really erratically near the end there so uh it looked like there were more of them than they actually were we just got fucked by the circle basically um yeah pretty much like we ended up behind the gas station and we had to run across a road and into an open field with no fucking cover in sight and they got to sit behind a rock a rock and some trees and a car <laughs> yeah um yeah. yeah. I still had fun. Like still that, but that's the thing, right? Still having fun and doing our best to win. to win. Yeah. Yeah. Ludicrous. That's um what was I saying? I yeah, I had a solo game where I camped my balls off cuz I was trying to eat lunch <laughs> and it was disgusting. Like properly disgusting. I felt dirty about getting the win, but I still got the win, obviously. Uh yeah. Teed it up. Uh he dumped my lunch. Uh like while we were like going in landed uh in uh Rostock on the eastern side of Rostock went through a house and got a uh level 2 vest helmet uh and a Mac 10 and I'm like well fuck it uh, the circle was like square like centered over mill base I'm like fuck it I'm getting in the only car here I know there are a shitload of other people in Rostock um, so I'm going to go get fucking in the car and make sure I actually get on the fucking island, uh, now. So I went with my little Mac 10 onto the, onto the island and, uh, you know, those houses sort of west of the mill base, mm-hmm. there's a garage there and I, uh, yep. oh, I wasn't, I didn't take a car either. I had a bike. I only had a bike, but I took my bike and, uh, parked my bike around, uh, next to the wall so that nobody would be able to immediately see it it'd be sort of out of the way and uh hid in a corner and started eating my food and then like after about five minutes of camping my ass off i hear these little footsteps and tap 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 up he runs opens the door walks through like unleash with the mac 10 down he goes uh he didn't have he had a fucking shotgun for me so <laughs> didn't really 
gear up. Uh, yeah, he must have been camping as much as I was. Uh, but he did have a, a suppressor for a um, for the SMG. So I'll put that on my uh, SMG. And then I um, the circle moved, so I uh, shifted. And there was a little shit cunt shack in the middle of the circle on the road. Uh, you know, the road south of Mill Base. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there was one there. So I went and hidden that. And when I went inside it, there was an M16. So I ditched the shotgun and went with the M16. Uh, I had a, had a two by scope on it as well, which was pretty good. Handy. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, sitting there eating my food and suddenly the whir of a motorbike comes out of nowhere. And, uh, I look, I look around in the direction of the whir and then I see this fucking dude pinging through the fucking air. And he is like half, he's like <laughs> perpendicular with the fucking ground. And he pings it and f- like it goes front over. So he, he falls off the bike and uh, doesn't die, but he uh, stands up. And so I step out of the fucking house and I'm sort of like, I haven't been, you know, I've been eating food. So I'm not at the top of my game. And I fired a shitload of bullets at this man like 16 bullets at this guy uh, and he's firing back at me and neither of us are hearing hitting each other at all. And then like the fucking 17th bullet, I actually managed to hit him and he dies in one shot and it was like a leg shot. He must've been on fuck all health and he was just des- desperately trying to stay alive. Went over, looted him. He had an M4, upgraded again. Uh, I hadn't even been hit. Finally, he had a bunch of gear actually. Uh, so I managed to actually you know, gear up a little bit, had some like meds and stuff. I would have been fucked if I'd been hit by that dude, uh, without any of the meds. Cause I didn't have fucking anything, but, uh, yeah, from there, I, uh, yeah, the, the circle wound up circling over the top of the mountain on mill base Island. Uh, so the top of the mountain and there's only one way up there. And, uh, I knew the way up there, so uh, I made my way in that direction. A lot of people did not. A lot of people found out you cannot get up that fucking mountain from the western side. <laughs> and they died to the zone. And, like, it was a fucking it was a fucking genocide. Like, at about the fucking fourth circle. Like, just suddenly it's just like, uh, died outside the zone. Died outside the zone. Like, fucking 15 or so people died outside the zone all in that one go uh pushed up the hill a bit um oh no before all of that this dude like came up to my fucking shit cunt shack uh looked inside saw me there stood out like opened the door and then stood in front of the door and prepared to throw a grenade so i stood like i just stepped out and fucking i was basically waiting for him to to tee up the grenade because i knew he'd have to do it um and yeah emptied into him ran back inside and realized that the grenade was probably thrown at that point. So I run out just as the grenade explodes and misses me. It was pretty hectic. Yeah. As I'm running up the mountain, this dude with a fucking silenced M4, like starts teeing off on me, like just fucking pinging me. He's got me down to like 4% health and I duck behind a, a thing, uh, a little deflate on the side of the road. And I like start using my first aid kit. And uh, he dies outside the zone. Oh, and Andy. yeah, just ran up the road. Um, 
basically while I was running up the road, the last five people alive had a big shootout on top of the mountain and one of them was left alive and I shot him and I won. It was good. A lot of military base ends the last yeah. couple of weeks. I've been noticing that too. Yeah. yeah. We've had a couple. I noticed that. Um, we, we've had a problem with your driving recently. Are we going to talk about that? I don't know what the, I don't know what you're talking about. My best one. The best one was when we were at Novo. Yeah. And we looted that entire area. We got, got into a car and we're about to cross the bridge on the like east side. And there were people looting like the houses just before. It was like a, a shitty garage and, and I think there's a gas station there or something like that. And, uh, we're heading towards the bridge and we start getting shot at. <laughs> Joe fucking rams straight into like a burnt out car that's sitting in the middle of the road. And we all have to just jump out because all of a sudden we're getting fired upon from in front of us by four dudes. And we're all stuck behind this like shitty car that's on fire. And we're like, well, what do we do now? I was trying to swerve <laughs> and I lost... I lost control a little and I managed to hit this thing. So we all took like a fucking good 10% damage as well right off the bat. Uh, and yeah, we we're all fucking like just ducked down behind this fucking car doing what we can. You got downed. So I had to drop, I dropped smoke and got you back up. Yeah. Uh, which was pretty heroic to be honest. Um, uh, pinged into, pinged into them and then like I booked it for the fucking gas station. Uh, I'm like found another angle so I could shoot him some more. Uh, yeah, I think I got one of them down at one point and they got him back up. Uh, and then like you're lying there like desperately bandaging. You must have used like fucking nine bandages or some shit. <laughs> Just lying behind this fucking burned out wreck of a car. And then suddenly you're like, fuck it. And yeah, so Luke jumps in the fucking no, car. No, I throw a smoke grenade on the ground. Oh, yeah. And you're like, that is the smoke. worst smoke grenade. What is that going to do? And then I jump in the car. <laughs> yeah, there was it was genius. Uh, and yeah, you jump in the car and drive off. And they're like desperately trying to shoot, but they can't see the car. We run out the back, jump in. And Just fucking, leave. we're away, baby. Yeah. It was it was magical. It and was I think some fucking. We did pretty well that game as we well. We did, yeah. I think we came third or something. Yep. Um, yeah, it was good. It was a good one. Yeah, oh. we've had some stupid games like that. Yeah. Um, you know what? I've apparently there's MMR in this. Yeah, there is. Oh, uh, I think I think there is, but I don't think they're using it to match you at the moment. Aren't they? Uh, I thought I read that. Okay. Because you know how you, like, if you go to the ratings page, you'll see a rating of, like, I don't know. I, I think I ended my season on 2,200, somewhere around that. Um, so, that you, you're, like, rating. That, that's your MMR, right? Uh, I guess, yeah. 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 But I don't think they're matching that with anything at the moment. Right, Okay. I was trying to work out if that's why we're getting because I, I just I've just noticed the general quality of players in the like top ten has been increasing. Maybe people are just getting better at the game, but I was wondering if perhaps we were just getting matched with better players more. Hmm. I don't know. I'm not sure. Oh, I don't know. Um, 
on the other like the uh, I'll, the flip side is that i had a weekend of playing like absolute shit so there's a real good chance that i was just you know um we weren't getting the wins because i was playing like garbage you know yeah i don't know anyway yeah good so they did a leaderboard reset yesterday i think and that's to it says here uh, we'll be resetting leaderboards on the first of each month in order to test new ranking al- algorithms and ELO changes. Uh, okay. So, well, why would they have ELO if it's not for matchmaking? I'm not sure. No. I, I just, I thought I remember them saying they weren't matching people yet. Uh, maybe they are. Who knows? Um, only player unknown himself knows. But I don't know. Still having fun with it. A lot of fun. A lot of random shit. New patch comes out Thursday. Uh, they dropped the patch notes today. Last couple of yep. hours. Anything in, in there you're excited for? Are you keen to play first person servers when they do allow it here? Uh, I I will. Uh, I don't personally think uh, I want to play. I, th- I think it's probably going to be the most competitive version of the game, certainly, but I don't think I necessarily want to play first-person shooters uh, perspective all the time. Um, I don't know. Something about the game makes me feel just not great about first-person. Uh, but if everyone's forced to do it, I'm sure I'll get into it. I'll, I'll definitely play it a couple, of, uh, at least a couple of times. But, yeah. Yeah, they... um. So, last week... I don't think we talked about this. They released a patch that completely fucked up the game. Um, uh, yeah. Preparation for these new first-person stuff. Mm. Uh, they changed some animation shit in there. And, and like, literally the first game I was playing, I was like, ah, oh, there's something wrong with this. It's not working properly. Yeah. And none of the other guys could really... They they're like, that's oh, cool. Uh, Squirrel, we're playing with Squirrel. I was like, the aiming's fucked. And he's like, nah, man, it's all good. And then I gave my site to drew and i was like have a look something's wrong with this like the crosshair is not centered and he was like yeah it's it's pretty fucked uh and we ended up coming second that game because uh, i couldn't like i just couldn't aim at anything there was a dude behind a tree and my crosshair was all over the place trying to trying to shoot this guy i was like yeah. I'm, even before we even started shooting people i was like this is the last game i'm playing until i fix this yeah they're either going to patch it or roll back the patch because it's fucked. You, you can't play it at all. They ended up fixing it like four hours after they dropped the patch. They found a, a fix for it. So that was good. But man, was that annoying? Um, I don't know. This new patch, there's some cool stuff in there. Like, uh, I guess the majority of the stuff that I'm looking forward to is like the performance stuff because I've had some really shit experiences the last week or so. They've put in a weird bug in there where I get a reconnect. Um, like dialogue box that pops up and sometimes I'm waiting like minutes just to get into a the, like the main menu yeah so I'm hoping that, that stuff is fixed it looks like there's a lot of people having that issue there's a, a forum thread that's quite long about people complaining about that so you know, we'll see what happens with that one but yeah it looks like this one's just going to be generally UI updates and and some good some good ones. There's a you can now honk a car horn. Yeah, you don't have to press F anymore. 
<laughs> um, and yeah, the fucking Mark 14. I'm definitely going to be great, great hunting for the Mark 14. Yep. So I love that gun uh, in other games. So Yeah, they're going to buff some it. of the, the healing stuff. Painkillers yep. and first aids are getting two seconds uh, off their total time. Yep. Um, and then the adrenaline syringe is getting another two seconds off, which I think it should be lower. I feel like that should be a four second uh, activation or yep. somewhere around that. Like it's a high risk because it's from a crate, but yeah, it's just, I feel like it's too low or it's too high that, that time to use at the moment. It's eight seconds now. Well, like how long does it take to, to use a fucking uh, energy drink? Six seconds. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So it's only like half as long again to use uh, like two energy drinks and you get basically the same effect. Mm. Like, I don't know. Oh, no. is No, the energy drink's like four seconds. It's like, yeah, the same amount of time as two fucking energy drinks and uh, the painkillers are now six seconds. So, yeah. Yeah. No, energy drinks are four seconds or some shit. Oh. Like, yeah. I don't know, man just yeah I don't know fix the um, probability of getting rainy weather that's why we're not getting any more rain maps uh, I had one last night I was like oh that's right there used to be rain maps on this game yeah I've heard people like bail on them they won't play it yeah I guess the issue with that one is that sometimes you get that rain bug where you can't hear the audio effect yeah and that's a huge advantage that's true so that is true and it could be like a performance problem as well for some people I'm not too sure true. also true um, and the other thing they're doing is they're eliminating the bombing out of the red uh, bombing outside of red zone I don't know what that means so where's that in? that's the last bug fix oh okay you must eliminate the bombing outside some- of red zone so I'm not sure what I've not seen I that thought before. I had noticed some bombs that were exploding and the red zone was fucking nowhere near it so yeah yeah uh so there's some changes coming yeah nothing huge just looks like another like this was the one that was supposed to have the vaulting stuff in there it looks like that's still a while off unfortunately uh crates though they're putting crates in we talked about that last week you're excited for that you love so excited that's why so excited oh yep yeah, what if they have fantasy league in this? Would you would you buy it? Totally. Yep. One hundred percent. No, as long as they're actual esports competitors and not fucking some streamers or whatever the fuck. I don't give a fuck about that. Actually, speaking of streamers, you've seen all the fucking. There's been a lot of controversy around streamers. Yeah. Streamers complaining about um getting stream sniped. Stream sniped. Uh, and I hate to do this, but I've got to agree with Total Biscuit here. Total Biscuit wrote a tweet. Uh, they're complaining about something that is entirely fixable on their end. Uh, and he's 100% correct. They can fix it. They just need to add a delay. And the concept that they can't do a delay because it ruins their engagement. Uh, Don't complain. <laughs> doesn't really hold much water. Yeah. Like the way I see it, if I were to play poker by holding my cards facing towards everyone else who's playing... Uh, I couldn't get upset. Yeah. Um, What's the developer supposed to do? Yeah. Like to combat this. 
and apparently they have some tools to be able to do that and that's awesome but i don't know how they could definitively say necessarily i, I guess in the same way that you can tell that some people are using esp hacks mm-hmm. you could use that to like like establish a chain of evidence to determine that someone is banned but i think you need to make that shit public and the um the, 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 i don't like i don't stream snipe I don't think anyone I know stream snipes, but I don't think if you're a streamer, you should complain about it ultimately just solely because you can fucking fix it. Yeah. You you have the power to do something about it. So if, if you couldn't like fix it, then yeah, maybe. Yeah. Like don't show what side you're in. Don't show your, your jump at the start. It would be good if they added a bunch of stuff to make that like, you know, Discord has like a streamer-friendly thing oh. where it will just auto stop showing a bunch of stuff. Okay. Yep. Uh, they could do the same thing. They could do a thing where you know it doesn't demonstrate what server you're in. I don't know why you need like why I need to know what server I'm in necessarily anyway. To be honest, um, except for like when reporting I want to play cheats with people that that are in the or same to- server, but we're not together. Yeah. Yeah right but if yeah um yeah so yeah don't show the server don't show then what names they're displaying in games so they can't be like trash talked or whatever the fuck just for being streamers stuff like that there are options you know but at the same time yeah i don't think they can they're gonna fucking like to stand on anyway yep let's, let's do some news some news. Um, we can do that. We've talked about the Dota stuff already, uh, so we can skip over that one. Uh, for some reason, six months after the release of For Honor, they're going to be putting dedicated servers up soon. Mm. For some reason. Uh, it's a bit too late. Yeah, it's called Last Ditch Efforts. From, yeah, from what I've heard, they've lost a lot of players um, to that game. Of course they have. When I played it, it it was okay. It did uh, some cool stuff, but yeah, that that uh, peer-to-peer system was not good at all. We had a lot of issues with that one. Yeah. And we yeah we saw that coming when we played the beta. Um, yeah. People dropping in and out, a lot of lag, migrating like host migrations when people were leaving, just all sorts of really bad stuff that was interfering with the gameplay. Uh, and dedicated server stuff would really fix a lot of that because it, it seemed like it had some cool ideas in there and concepts like the, the combat system was interesting um, I kind of like the idea of having these like control points that you kind of go backwards and forwards on and like the minions in between that you kind of push So and some of the gameplay stuff with the, the map layouts and securing like choke points and yeah it had some really cool ideas in there but unfortunately it was just kind of held back by the performance of the servers and the network infrastructure yeah and like i don't i don't know if yeah i don't know i just guess it's probably too late it's probably too late but this could be moves to maybe make it or look at making sort of like a free-to-play aspect of it they've tried doing um like i guess free-to-play stuff with um siege doing uh the 
the weird packs that they do, they they might be looking at the same sort of stuff and sort of relaunching it. Who knows? Who knows, Job? Yeah, I don't know. It might be one way to go about it. I, yeah, I don't know. Do you, do you bother? Though? I, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think they see how the, the change sort of goes with making it a dedicated server environment and then also releasing their next season content. If that doesn't improve things, then, yeah, you look at how can we maybe make this a free-to-play game or... Because, um, like, it had a lot of cosmetic stuff in there, but at the same time, some of that cosmetic stuff was tied to stats and how good your player was. Yeah. So, do they have to start ditching that? Do they have to look at different ways of doing loot drops and how that kind of affects the characters? Because you don't want to make it a pay-to-win game. Uh, yeah. Well, because, yeah, that just makes things worse, I think. I don't know. It seems like like it's got some really cool ideas and it, it had potential, but that infrastructure that was kind of holding it together was was not cool. Um, and it, but at the same time, like it's awesome to see them learning from their mistakes. They went through a similar thing with Siege by having peer to peer components in that. They completely scrapped all of that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. um, and they've gone to purely dedicated servers on I think everything now. Uh so them doing the same thing for For Honor can just hopefully mean that any future games that they kind of bring out, they hopefully don't make that same mistake. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I guess, yeah, For Honor basically chalk it up as a, an opportunity to learn from a mistake, mm-hmm. basically. Um, and I think they will, fingers crossed. Uh, I don't know if For Honor or the concept ever really gets another shot, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't see a For Honor 2 if if, uh, it doesn't get some sort of resurgence. It's possible, but yeah, I don't see that. Siege 2, definitely. Like that game had traction from the start. Um, You know, the potential was there and it kept growing and growing. That's still got a huge fan base and huge following um i've been looking into some stuff that's been happening with that recently with the the apac games that have been going on um yep that game yeah that game is still really cool it is yeah and it's it's they're growing the scene really well and so that's really cool but um yeah anyway uh next news story it's something we talked about in may which was uh, EA announced that like they downsized Bioware Montreal, the, the studio behind Mass Effect Andromeda. Right. Um, back then, they were saying that like they're not going to be doing any more single player content. Instead, they're going to be supporting Motive Studios, which is Jade Raymond's uh, company that's looking at uh, working on like Battlefront Two and a couple of other unannounced Star Wars games. Uh, but today, EA announced that they're merging BioWare Montreal with Mo- Motive Studios. So, Montreal is no longer around. Okay. <laughs> they made one game and that was it. They're out. Wow. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Um, Shit, hey. Yeah, they've just completely gotten rid of that part of it. So, I, I guess we'll see, hopefully soon, like what what they're working on over there <laughs> the other star wars games theoretically yeah 
Anyway, not I guess it's not good news for people that really enjoyed Mass Effect Andromeda. I don't know who... Well, I guess Steve Wright enjoyed it, right? Was he the only one? Uh, I think he was, yeah. I think he was literally alone, so... He was the only one? <laughs> yep. Uh, I don't know. That, that, that game had a lot of problems, and it was... It was a very different, like, RPG compared to what the original Mass Effect trilogy was, um, especially with all the problems and just just the weird design decisions that were in that and things with the voice acting, animation systems, and level design. It's just all over the place. Yeah. So maybe it's good that they don't get a second shot. Give it to somebody else. Mm. It's maybe a bit more, um, I don't know, capable. Yeah. But that's not going to happen for a while. No. I think Mass Effect is, is dead for at least five or six years. Uh, just the amount of time that they need to actually do it right. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Yeah. they. I think they focus on Dragon Age. Dragon Age is still, you know, the last couple of games have been pretty good. Um, yep. At least the ones I played. Mm-hmm. Well, I played all of them. So, yeah, they've all been pretty good. Maybe that they start heading towards doing some more stuff with that and then they've got like their anthem game that's coming out if that takes off that could be their new flagship game that bioware works on um they've still got star wars content there's heaps of things that they can work on that doesn't have to be mass effect named like the the idea of mass effect right was sort of like hey we don't have the star wars ip let's make our own star wars but they've got the star wars ip now so they don't need to do that yeah Although, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Just make the old Republic again, you know? Is that, Go back to that. The, is that the name of the, the game? Knights of the Old Republic. Again? Again, yep. Colon, Just colon again. again. Yep. Solid. Solid! Excellent. Okay, cool. That's the news. That's all we got. And the international. Next week, we talked about it. This week. Yes. Go watch it. Yep. Um, they're doing a noob stream again, which I'm cool. curious to see what happens, but... Uh, from what I understand, there's going to be overlays. Oh, okay. I think in replace of the commentators, which I don't agree with at all. What? Yeah. If they're doing it that way, that's the stupidest idea I've ever heard. I don't know who, who made up that decision. Uh-huh. Can't wait to see it. Yeah. Can't wait to see that train. Can't wait to poop on it. Yeah, very much. Okay. Uh, questions time? Sorry? Questions time? Questions time. I was still, I, I could hear. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, Jorben. Sorry, Daniels writes on our Discord. Uh, you can write questions in our questions channel. Uh, Daniels writes, hey, Jorben, just lying in bed and had an idea come to me. Tell me what you think. There's an island and all these people are dropped onto it from a plane. They have bright yellow hair and an otzel on their shoulders. They have to collect precursor orbs and gun upgrades and kill each other to be the last Jack standing. My question is this. What do you think of the game uh, of the name Jack Unknown's Daxter Grounds? I think it's fantastic. And I should send the idea to Naughty Dog. Alright, first of all, the name's abysmal. Awful. Um Second of all, uh in like this this meta uh, idea of being the last Jack standing. You could like do like a Rick and Morty type thing where you know someone has to be the Jackest Jack, and I'm into it. 
Mm. You, but you've got to get meta with it, super meta. And when you, like, leave the island, if you are the last jack standing, you go back with all your, your orbs and your otzel and you uh, you go back to some sort of hub and you're cheered as the jackest jack and you get to use your orbs to buy so many crates and those crates do all kinds of things. Uh, and, yeah, so some good ideas. Yep. Some terrible ideas. As always, dangers, it's a mixed bag. But, uh, you know, Jack and Dax related questions, That's can't get enough of them. All the time. That's all. Love them. Yeah. We should just rename this part to Dangers sends us questions about Jack and Dax stuff. Well, we do get other questions. For okay. example, Dre3Money writes. It's a weird name. It is a weird name. Uh, writes, it's a screenshot of his phone. Uh, and he's found the gap in Queensland. Uh, and he asks, when did you guys get your own suburb? Uh, interesting question. We actually named the podcast after the suburb uh, because it was right next to it's right next to the Gabba. And I always thought to myself, you know what? What a great idea for a podcast. Let's name it after a suburb near the Gabba. Um, and so that's how we got the name The Gap. So good question, Dre3Money. Uh, Heckles writes, with all this talk of chicken dinners, will you be bringing back the chicken challenge? Perhaps an integration of the two? Or is it too sad to eat heaps of KFC alone while on Skype? Uh, chicken, I, I do love the chicken challenge. And what if... No, nah, I don't like where this is going. What if... Yep. We streamed... Oh, shit. The chicken challenge. The while chicken challenge playing while playing PUBG. You have to Heckles, finish. That is a genius idea. You no. have to finish before you die. No, that's that sounds terrible. You have to finish you before can't. you die. That's not possible. Of course, it's possible. It's a thirty Actually, game. it's not possible. Yeah, that's true. That's rough. Yeah. Maybe maybe a reduced chicken challenge of some sort. What if we did? What if I made a fuck ton of popcorn chicken? Because I have the best popcorn chicken recipe, right? And then we made our new challenge where you have to smash, like, let's say half a kilo of popcorn chicken before the end of the game. What if every time you get a kill, you have to have a chicken wing? That's that's a little more reasonable, although I suppose. <laughs> also, if you die. Oh. How about that? Every, every time you get a kill or get downed, every time you get a down, you have to. And if you secure the kill, you have to eat a chicken wing. Mm. See, it's the chicken challenge, Luke. It's not Job and Luke's excuse to eat some fucking chicken sometimes, okay? I don't get that many kills all the time. I, I get a lot of kills, but I don't get all that many kills <laughs> from game to game. Uh, so true. I feel like I wouldn't be eating a lot of fucking chicken. Yeah, I'm going to be eating it all. Mate. <laughs> mate uh but yeah so maybe maybe we'll, we'll work something out we'll work out a chicken dinner chicken challenge great idea heckles I'm, I'm loving this idea uh yeah cool that's all the questions also it is heaps sad heaps sad to eat heaps of kfc alone on skype uh like actually factually as someone who just ate fucking steamed fish and a bunch of potatoes yeah 
alone on Skype, it's super sad. Uh, it'd be so much sadder with chicken. Yeah. How good's KFC though? Seriously. So good. So good. It's amazing. Wow. Wow. It's the best. You should bring me some next time you come home from work early. Just drop it off with me. Just drop it off? Yep. (laughs) All right. We'll see. That's it. That's That's it. Woo. Speaking about chicken, we can go get some. Time to get that chicken. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, if you would like to listen to this show, maybe you're listening in like in a car and your friend is listening and he's like, listen to this sick podcast. Yep. And you're like, wow, this podcast is pretty sick. Yep. How can I find this podcast? Good question. It's on Good internet. Question. Good question, friend of <laughs> our awesome listener. Yes. Our uh, awesome, to- probably handsome listener. <laughs> yes. iTunes, Android, Windows Store. You can find the podcast. It's called The Gap or The GA Podcast. If you search for it, it'll definitely come up. I've checked on all of everything. Checked everywhere. Awesome. It always comes up. Okay. Um, or you can go to like the video game section and we'll be there. We'll, we'll be somewhere there on the list, usually yep. above IGN. That's how it works. Of course. Um, you'll find us so quite That's easy. That's plan. Yeah. Otherwise, you can also, if you'd like to, send emails like Dre3Money. You can do that on our email, which is an old school form of, of sending like letters or something. It's like internet letters. Oh, GA I was hoping you'd say send email again because you said send emails, send them on our email. Yeah. Yep. You can do that. Send the emails, the gapodcast at gmail.com. Or if you'd like the new school formula, you can go to the gapodcast.com slash discord, jump into a discord page where you can send us uh, emails, but on discord format. It's a bit weird. Anyway, jump into the questions page, True. do it that way. Or you can play some games with us or other people, other community members of the gap. We'll, uh, sometimes there's people playing Rocket League in there. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't it know. just seems it's, weird. It's just strange. PUBG Why is the game that we're playing. It's, it's we all we ever play. play. Rocket League. Yep. Yeah. It's good. It's a good point. We got some people playing Crusader Kings 2 at the moment in the channel. Really? And MechWarrior Online. Yep. And Final Fantasy 14, which is pretty cool. Uh, but yeah. What is Fjarin and Seal Team Rick's plan? They're, they're on the channel. Okay. So, so they're playing it properly. They're doing it right. Of course. None of this Final Fantasy f- 14, did you say? Uh, yes. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Wanna, I do want to play that at some stage. You love your MMOs. I do. Well, didn't you say it was pretty good? You played it. You loved it. Yeah. It's it's not bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, you can do that. The gapodcast.com slash Discord, or you can go to our website, which is the gapodcast.com. It's got all the podcast links on there. It's got all the links to everything. Everything is on there, Job, that you want, including our Patreon page, which is patreon.com slash GA podcast. If you want to help support this show right here that you're listening to, you can do yep. that. It uh, helps us pay for things like server costs and, and Job's chicken dinners. True uh, that. Which is why he doesn't get any, because we don't have any money. Um, uh, we do have some awesome patrons. <laughs> we do. Who have been awesomely patronizing us. Pa- patronizing pa- us? Oh, okay. That's is that the one. word? Memberships. I'm patronizing, right? Like patronizing. <laughs> that is a word, right? Like, that is a word, but I don't think it's the word you're looking for. The toy job, yeah, it's a word, is what you should have said. But uh yeah. Yeah. I played squash yesterday, hit myself in the hand with oh, the racket. Yeah, that's a that's the thing you shouldn't do. No. And we busted we busted the squash ball, we broke it in half. That's how hard we fucking hit that ball. Do you have to pay like a fee to 
to get a new squash ball or like they're like you broke your squash ball you know, no you buy you. you bring your own ball so oh, we had to buy a new fucking ball yeah oh, fair enough how much bring does a squash own. ball cost five bucks it's expensive it's not cheap it's yeah. not cheap yeah anyway but yes anyway. Uh, Patreon members thank you to Baz this week who became Thanks, a Baz. member um, funny Baz- story about how Baz became a member okay uh, oh, he made is, a bet this is a challenge is it he made a bet with me. He made a bet with me. Uh, we were playing PUBG together. And uh, he said, I bet you that uh, the circle will be over Miltar. Even though the circle was centered over the western side of the military base down the bottom, yeah. he was still about it. Uh, about like 4% of the circle was over Miltar at this point. Yeah. But he, he believed. And I said, listen, Baz, if that is true... I bet you it will not be, and if I lose this bet, then you can set up your own Patreon, and I'll buy into your crazy Patreon just to fucking remind you of how fucking spectacular that guest was. But it's not going to be there. And he said, "Well, if I'm wrong, then I will back your back the gap on Patreon." So uh, yeah, he backed us. That's pretty good. Lived up to his uh, his word. Good stuff, Baz. Is this how we have Baz to be on there? We have to start doing bets. That's it. That's how we do it. <laughs> Wild bets. Crazy bets. Yeah. We always win. Yep. Okay. Let's start. Fingers crossed. Because we can't afford to lose. <laughs> <laughs> we, def- we definitely can't afford to lose. Yeah. No. So the stakes are pretty high. Especially not with like PlayStation sending out press releases at four at seven o'clock at, on a Friday being like, hey, we're upping PlayStation Plus. Yeah. How dodgy is that? Especially with your cats going bananas in the background. Yeah, I know. It's it's for time. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, let's wrap this up. Thank you so much for everyone who listens and everyone who patronized us and uh, everyone who didn't listen but came just to see the title. It's <laughs> fuck, fuck Ross. Yep. Yeah. See you later. Yeah. Yeah.